It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, as we welcome you back on a Thursday, Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice day. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, all aboard the Gummy Express. Thursdays with Applebaum. Nuh-uh. Podcast, morning bets, and market insights to a day. Check out his Sharp Report articles at VSIN.com. All kidding aside, of course, Josh Applebaum. He also wrote the book on sports betting, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. You can find him on Twitter, at Josh underscore insights. I always gleam something from your articles as well, so I want to give you credit there. Uh, and big news as we say hi to Josh, mobile betting in Massachusetts, as a good reminder, our parent company, DraftKings, they're local in Massachusetts. What's up, Josh? Oh, what's going on, guys? Patrick, I'm all great to be with you. And yeah, it's an exciting time right here in New England, guys, because we mobile we legalized in-person betting about a month ago. You can go to the Encore, Plain Ridge Park Casino, where I'm from back in Western Mass. You have the MGM Springfield. But as we know, it's great to go and sweat games in person. But, you know, not all of us are lucky enough to go to the book every day. So where are is 90% of the bets placed it's mobile guys. So we've been waiting for mobile to go live. It goes live tomorrow at 10 AM. Cannot wait for this. Stay tuned for the Visa newsletter. If you haven't signed up yet, vison.com slash newsletter. I'll have some details on the launch as well as what I think is the most important thing guys is you're a free agent. Like you guys are, you're the, you're the veterans. I'm the rookie here. You've had mobile betting for a while in all these legal States, Massachusetts. I think it's important to remember that you're a free agent. The books want your business. All these books are throwing out tons of different promos and bonuses. We have a great one from DraftKings, $200 in 
free bets. Just use promo code VEASAN. But the whole point being, when you get that bonus, maximize your bonus, but then use it. I think it's an important thing, guys, on a plus money prop. When you have those $200 in free bets, don't take a, you know, a minus 200 favorite using those free bets because if you win, you're only going to get, you know, a small amount back, a half unit back. So to me, I think the important thing is when you get to these bonuses, put it on a future, put it on maybe the Bruins to win the cup or a team to win their division or some kind of a plus money prop that will allow you to maximize your bonus fund. So I think that's the important thing, guys, but I can't wait. No sleep for me tonight, Patrick. I got an 1130 game tonight, New Mexico and Utah state. I'm just going to stay up till 10 a.m. When I can yes. finally legalize uh, bet, bet legally on my phone. First off, I'm proud of you, how you seamlessly worked in the plug. Of course, if you're in Massachusetts, use the code VSIN. You get up to $200 in bonus bets, as Josh Applebaum just said. It's going to be a late night. It's going to be a gummy night in mass. Hold on a second. Uh, Don't gummies yeah. like put you to sleep? No, you can get some that to do the other thing. Oh. Hey, uh, <laughs> as far as mobile betting, we saw it in Jersey, Shaw. Like 90% of the bets are placed through mobile. Do you, what would you say your percentages are there in Vegas? 99.9. You just, you do all your betting mobily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the point in having to find a parking spot or double park illegally and, you know, have to run into the book? Is there a reason for all of the attitude? I just asked you a question. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't Lay I, off. <laughs> That was attitude? I'm sorry. How, Mr. Maher, how would you like me to answer the question, please? <laughs> no, I mean, you're at the Bellagio all the time playing poker. I don't know. I didn't know if you went to the counter then. Uh, the, uh, I, I, the I, can't, I can't comment on the MGM pricing. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Josh, to start the day, tournaments all over the place. Amal and I were just talking about that Kent State, Northern Illinois game. Kent State hit up. They opened, what, 12, hit up to 13 and a half here. Yeah, that's one incredible here, Patrick. We've seen a lot of movement. I think this right now, aside from when we actually get to, uh, you know, the official March Madness, this is one of the best sports betting days of the year. You're waking up, you're getting day sweats throughout the day. To me, I think it's important to not just focus on those later games, but again, look at some of these earlier games as well. Like, you know, you're totally right, Patrick, with that Kent State, uh, big move in favor of Kent State. That game just tipped off. One that I'm sweating right now would be um, would be looking at uh, Iowa. Iowa is playing right now against Ohio State. That's kind of a, a nail-biter right now, 47 48. But what I'm looking at right now, guys, is some steam moves that can really take place where it tells you where their expected money is going, but then you can get a, a good number here. So the next one up on the list for me, guys, is a seven o'clock game, North Carolina in Virginia tonight. This one really caught my eye, your ACC quarterfinals. I'm going to go UVA. Give me the Cavs here on the money line. This is kind of a blueprint play for me because you open this game, Virginia, just minus one. Now Virginia is up to minus two and a half. And if you look at our VEASAN board, it makes sense. Virginia ranked 13th, North Carolina unranked here. So it makes sense that the line's going to, quote unquote, the better team, better ranked team. But what I like about Virginia is not just the line move, but actually they're the contrarian play guys. If you look at UNC, they've won four of their last five games. They crushed BC yesterday. You win 85, 61, cover the 10 and a half. So the public's not going with Virginia, the Cavs, the better ranked team. They're actually seeing that UNC uniform. You'll see it in baseball too. Anytime the Yankees go, uh, you know, take the field, the pinstripes, there's this public bias in favor of these big name schools. So UNC is actually getting across the board, 62% of bets. Yet we're seeing this line go to UVA, only 38% bets, but more than half the money. This looks like a fade the trendy dog play to me. I'll take Virginia here, guys. I think one thing you got to look at too when you're in these conference tournament games is 
who's tired, who played the previous day. You can also say they have momentum. But then look at the team that's rested off a bye. We've seen so far pretty good success for these teams that are rested versus the teams that are playing the back-to-back. You saw it yesterday, George Mason against Richmond. So the fact that we're seeing Virginia rested, ready to go, uh, they have they split their two matchups so far this year. Uh, but with this line move toward Virginia, again, low bets, higher dollars, better defensive team here. Uh, that's their style of play. Better shooting, 45% versus 42%. Ken Palm has Virginia by one. But to me, if it was a Virginia public play, wouldn't really interest me. It's the fact that the public's on UNC, but the line's going to Virginia. This is a money line play for me, Patrick. Give me the Cavs minus 145. Not, not a bad play there, Josh, at all. I, my only concern is this game being in Greensboro. Slightly will be a pro-Carolina crowd there. By the way, real quick, I want to give a shout-out before he injures his AC joint to Dustin Swedelson on KU rolling in the first half right now, 31-23. He's getting limbered up right now. I see Patrick does stretch out, maybe pat himself on the back some more. Swedelson on fire right now, 4-0 so far today. Laying two and a half in the first half for the big guy. You know, Amal, what Virginia is going to do. They're... They defend well. It's not his best defensive team, obviously, uh, but they're not great at guarding those outside shooters. What they're going to do is they're going to collapse on Baycott. If Baycott's a a tremendous passer, Baycott kicks it out. If North Carolina's hitting buckets from the outside where Virginia doesn't defend as well this year, North Carolina could be live here. I I would agree with you. And to your point, you know, Josh said, take the money line here with Virginia, which I got no qualms with. Uh, But if you're going to play Carolina, um, you could take the two and a half, but the plus 125 also looks pretty tempting simply because I think to your point, if Caleb Love is on and he can get it going, I I think this is going to bode well for them. To me, this is a pretty good matchup for UNC. And a, an absolute desperation spot. Yes. Like I, again, the resume needs a win over a team like Virginia. My assumption is if they beat Virginia, regardless of what happens, I said, they got to go to the weekend, make it to the weekend, but my, they beat Virginia. They're probably in Miramal. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. That's why I'm going to be pulling for UVA here tonight because I think if Carolina does win this game, they get in. Um, you're looking at what Miami Duke is going to move on here, and then you've got uh, the Clemson NC State winner left in this tournament. So a uh, good opportunity if you are North Carolina, you win this game. I think they would face off against NC State, the Clemson winner there. So uh, it bodes well for Carolina if they can get through this game to be able to get into uh, – the tournament. Hey, Josh, a, a teaching moment here over on Twitter. I saw you post the betting splits. C- would you care to expound upon what you were discussing as far as for the betters and a teaching moment with the betting splits today? Absolutely, Patrick. Yeah. So, you know, there are different ways to, you know, uh, to, to skin a cat here to bet on sports. To me, I'm a data driven better. So we talked before, Patrick, you're a source guy with your expertise and your experience. I'm really married to the to the game in terms of the data. So looking at <laughs> bets and dollars. To the numbers, married to the board, well, married to the game, Josh Applebaum. No, exactly. That's the first thing you think about when you think of me, Patrick, of course. But whole point being, I think you just when you pick a, a specific way to bet on sports, stick with it. And then it'll make yourself a lot it'll make your life a lot easier. Now, am I am I a millionaire being a data driven contrarian better? No, but I'm trying to eke out a 53, 54 percent win rate, overcome the juice, make my love of betting a little bit profitable here. So whole point being when you're a grinder and you're looking at betting splits, you're always looking at low bets, higher dollars. Like I'll give you an example yesterday with Ohio State. Ohio State uh it got dicey there at the end, but they're able 
able to overcome and win that game. And that was a really good example of looking at the data because they were only getting like 40% of bets, but like 70% of the money when I'm using the bet splits, Patrick, I'm looking for less than half the tickets. That way I'm contrarian yet more than half the money telling me respected money's in my favor. And that was just a fishy play where the line kept going to Ohio state, despite the fact Wisconsin had a better record and better seating here. So that's kind of my style. I'm, I'm going through all the games and look at the overnight lines. I'm writing the sharp report. I'm looking at my morning bets pod, how the lines continue to progress overnight into the morning, into the afternoon. And if I can find a spot where you have a low amount of tickets, high amount of money and the lines go in your favor, that's my go-to spot. So we mentioned Virginia that would qualify as a low bets, higher dollars and a line move. Josh, forget about Tremendous. that. I was going to, sorry, Patrick. I was going to say, we no, got about 90 all. seconds. Uh, two games you have an eye on tonight that people maybe want to be betting on. Arkansas, Auburn, and NC State, Clemson. Get, let us know where you're coming out on these two, please. Just give me one, because yeah. I'm going to save one for after the break. Why don't you start with Arkansas, Auburn? That sounds great. Yeah, guys, Arkansas, Auburn. I'm going to go Arkansas here. Another one that doesn't really make that much sense. We're showing Auburn or sorry, Arkansas minus three on our board right now. But remember, look at not just the current line, but where it opened at. And really, that's going to tell you a lot of the story. This one opened at kind of like a pick em game, guys. I even saw one book that was minus one Auburn. Like this was a low, low uh, spread here, a pick em or even a short uh, favorite Auburn. Yet we're seeing this line completely now flip to Arkansas minus three. So dog to fave line move. This would also be not quite a low bets, higher dollars. You're getting around 64% of bets, but 80% of the money on Arkansas. So a lot of line movement uh, in their favor here. And this would also be fishy, kind of like Ohio State. If you look at Arkansas, uh, they've lost three straight. Auburn finished their regular season with a big win over Tennessee. So why is Arkansas, who's the 10 seed, favored over Auburn, who's the 7 seed? Just doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't it be Auburn, you know, better record, uh, off a big win, Arkansas struggling, Auburn the better seeded team? Shouldn't Auburn be the favorite with the line move? Tells me Arkansas, guys, taking in some really sharp dog-to-fave line movement, uh, better field goal percentage, 48% versus 44%, uh, as well as uh, kind of a revenge game here. They did lose Arkansas to Auburn 72-58 back in January 7th. So this would qualify to me as a fishy line move. Doesn't make too much sense. Pros seem to like Arkansas. That's where I want to be, guys. There's another money line play, Razorbacks, minus 150. Amal, 20 seconds. You agree? I do. Like it. Okay, perfect. We love it, Amal. Love it. Nice. Succ- succinct. <laughs> He's on Team Applebaum. By the way, Applebaum married to the game. He's actually getting married to Elise coming up this year, so you should probably chill talking about <laughs> betting. Uh, the, the podcast is Morning Bets. Go to vcin.com and download it. Market Insights, of course, the pod as well. And his articles over at vcin.com. We're coming back with NC State Clemson. Sharp money. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. 
and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, you heard Josh referencing the betting splits over on his Twitter page today. Before you make your next bet, go to vcin.com. You can check them out for free right now. You want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better. Check them out right now at VEASAN.com and start your morning with VEASAN's new podcast, VEASAN's Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum on the Gummy Express over there in Massachusetts getting ready for mobile gives you every piece of info you need to be ready. It's 15 minutes. It won't take a ton of your time. Josh does a great job. All kidding aside, he's one of my good friends. He's a great guy. As he joins us, Amal Shaw, I want to get an update from you. Josh Applebaum, the big guy. Dustin Sweetelson, who hasn't lost, actually just lost on UCLA. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's going on, Amal? Uh, what's, give us an update before we get back to Josh here. Yeah, no, i uh, tell you what. Right now, interesting play potentially developing a T-Mobile here if you like the Bruins' second half. Uh, look, Colorado has given them all they could handle so far twice this year. Had a lead uh, at Pauley Pavilion, end up squandering that late. 
And then in uh, Boulder, they had an opportunity to beat the Bruins, couldn't get it done. Uh, catching nine in this one right now, they lead 38-37 at the break. Some teams just match up well with certain opponents, and this seems to be the case. Um, also games in progress right now, Ohio State-Iowa, 57 apiece under six minutes to go there in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, SMU in front of UCF, 48-41 under 14 to play there. Colorado State leading San Diego State in the second half right now, 33-31. And as we talked about earlier, Kansas in front of West Virginia at the break, 31-23. And how about Ole Miss? Played yesterday, competitive right now with uh, Patrick's favorite coach, Rick Barnes, tied at 27 apiece. Your boy, isn't Ole Miss going to hire Beard? Chris Beard, yeah, they're going to. Yeah, you know, the, look, it's not going to be as easy to recruit there, but if you can get guys on campus there in Oxford, get them to the Grove, you're going to get a lot of people wanting to come and play there. How quickly you can get things turned around will remain to be seen. But Beard's going to come in and make you play defense, and I think – that's what Kermit Davis's teams did, but not at the level Beard's teams will do if the he winds up there. So if you've ever been, been to the Grove or down south watching football at all, they dress they dress very formally. Josh Applebaum dresses like that as well. He's joining us here on Sharp Money. He dresses like a kid at the Grove. Why not? Let's do this, Josh. <laughs> NC State, Clemson. So Clemson's on the bubble. NC State obviously in the tournament here. Clemson opened a dog. It looks like this number is flipped. Yeah, one of my favorite system matches here, Patrick. So I'm going to go Clemson. This one, this one's really been jumping out to me just based on a really sharp line move. You mentioned it. You look at NC State. Uh, this game actually opened NC State as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We've seen the line completely flip now to a pick em. Now Clemson minus one. We're hopping the fence at quite a few shops. So right off the bat, when I'm looking at betting on sports, you know, looking at percentages, line move, betting system matches, there are certain angles that always catch my eye. And it would be one here, the dog-to-fave line move. It takes a lot of respected money to flip a opener as a dog to a favorite. So this is just automatically one of my favorite situations across any sport. And that tells me that a lot of respected money is coming here on Clemson guys. If you look at uh, NC state, and this is the thing you'll get at, you'll look at this time of year with conference tournaments. It's like, what have you done for me lately? If, if do I remember you yesterday having a huge blowout win? Okay. Then I'll play you the next day. That's what I think is happening here. NC state, they absolutely rolled over Virginia tech 97 to 70 uh, to 77 yesterday. Uh, and I think the public is kind of remembering that saying, Hey, now you're a pick them game against Clemson. I'll ride the hot hand with NC state. However, this line is flipping to Clemson. It's a 9:30 game, really heavily bet primetime matchup, and the public is all over NC State. They're getting around uh, 65% of bets across the market, only 35% on Clemson State on Clemson here. So I love the fact that this line is moving toward the contrarian side. Also, only around 35% bets, but almost 55% of the money on Clemson. So really telling us that a lot of that respected money is going with the Tigers here. Also, guys, if you look at you know rest uh, versus rust or rest versus tired. Really a big angle that we've seen thus far in the tournament. You had another one, and you mentioned it, Patrick. A big blowout winner there was St. Louis, who went from like minus two and a half to four and a half against George Mason. George Mason was coming off a big win. St. Louis was the rested team. So that's kind of been the angle here. You're off a bye. You can say, hey, I want the momentum off a win yesterday. Your team's feeling good. But what we've seen thus far in over the last few years is that this rested team off a bye actually has the advantage. So that would be the advantage here with Clemson. Uh, obviously, they're known for their defense. Field goal percentage, 47% versus 45%. But maybe you boil it down to just Clemson has had NC State's number. It's a good matchup for Clemson. They're 2-0 against NC State this year. They've blown them out 78-64, 96-71. They're 5-0 head-to-head last five. I'll go with this really sharp reverse line move. Give me the rested team. I'm on Clemson here around a pick em. 
Amal Clemson should feel very good against this NC State team. What was it? Two weeks ago, they went on the road and beat them by 25. They annihilated them. Yeah, absolutely. They couldn't miss in that game. In that one, they shoot 60% from the floor and 53% from the three-point line. But um, I'll tell you what, for me, I like NC State here. Going up against double revenge, it's always hard no matter who you are to beat a team three times, particularly a team that's on your level or might be slightly better than you. Hall and Tyson have to play well if they're going to win this game. Uh, to me, though, I, I like NC State. I get all the points that Josh is making here. I've generally been a guy that likes to take a team that has played the first day, uh, potentially take the points with them in certain situations. We've seen it right now. Ole Miss played yesterday, come from behind against South Carolina after trailing in the second half. They are right now are ahead of Tennessee, catching 12 in that one. And uh, But, you know, Josh brings up a good point on the flip side, right? St. Louis buries George Mason. But part of that reason is George Mason just sucks. <laughs> 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 Tell us what you really think about George Mason's well, basketball program. Well, you know, you listen, can't, you, can't, I liked Kim English when he was at Missouri. He was a good player. His team, I, I've watched a lot of George Mason this year, um, part, partially because the A-10's been on uh, USA quite a bit, so they're kind of a standalone league on that channel. But the one thing is, it, it's, it's funny, they just are inconsistent in terms of what they do. Now, this is a team that, you know, maybe they wind up in the NIT, I don't know, but... This is just not a team that's played consistently well. They had a good stretch down the stretch. Oduro played extremely well for them, their post presence. But other than that, on the perimeter, they struggled. Victor Bailey had gotten hurt in a few games. So it all is dependent upon them. They were kind of feast or famine from the perimeter. George Mason's head coach, big guy, you remember, we interviewed him on our old show. Let's just say Kim English is better on Twitter. He sounded like uh, Amal, Amal Shah watching a lot of games while hosting a radio show. <laughs> Be careful now. Tread lightly. Let's why, go to wait, hockey. Wait, wait, wait. Why? That was a good line. I'm just trying to think no, of a comeback. I, I, I can take I'm it. Just, I, I'm just transitioning, just doing what I do. Uh, let's go to Josh and his B's mobile betting in Massachusetts. It's not quite south of $1.50, but it's a pretty cheap price on a Boston team that's set in a historic pace. We got 165 listed. Nah, kid, you can still, you can get as low as what? 158 ish here with Edmonton in town. Yeah. So Patrick, you and I were talking about this at one point, at what point do the Bruins become an auto bet the rest of the year, as long as they're not like minus 200 minus 300. So I got to ride the Bruins here. Once again, guys on a historic pace, looking to catch the 77 Canadians for the best team of all time. Now fully admit this line dipped a bit. I was kind of surprised. This was around Bruins minus 175 minus 170. Now you're down to minus 165. I see some books around minus 160. So fully admit some money here does appear to be coming in on Edmonton, but I think aside from just getting an incredible team at relatively a short number here. And by the way, if you bet the Bruins every game this year, you risk a hundred dollars. You're up almost $1,600 sweating the bees here. But the angle that I like Patrick is a really good rested team. Like the Bruins are a veteran team, Bergeron, Marchian, David Krejci. You got a lot of these older veteran players and the Bruins just had four days off. That is a huge, that's an eternity here throughout the season. If you get four days off, they had a fundraiser here for the special Olympics in Boston. They had this event called pucks with paddles. So really they were talking about in the interviews, how they love this little mini break here. And as an older team, especially a goaltender like Olmark, who's been fantastic. He's now your best in a favorite. I think like minus a thousand at this point. So I like the fact that the Bruins arrested. If you look at a rested home favorite, if you're a home favorite, you've had at least four days between your last game to tonight. Those teams are 35 and 15, 70% with a 7% ROI. So I know the line's dipped a little bit, but I think if you're getting Boston really rested after a nice little break here, a team that's looking toward uh, the best regular season of all time, I cannot pass up the Bruins minus 165. Give me the bees tonight here, Patrick. Patrick, I think it's a great play on this price. When are you getting Boston less than $2 at home against a team like Edmonton? 
that doesn't believe in getting anything, playing any kind of defense past their own uh, own red line. It, it, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable to me. I, I'm surprised this number is this low. And Josh, do you think it's this low simply because at this point in time, it's only Boston chasing history? You're looking towards the postseason at this point. Yeah, I think also, Amal, you know, sometimes like I'm looking at the rest advantage as a huge advantage for Boston. Sometimes you do see a, you know, a four day stretch. Maybe you lose a little bit of your mojo. Maybe you have a sluggish start there. Obviously the respect to McDavid, but again, got to respect the market. The line did dip a little bit to the Oilers, but this is a play on Boston that if they happen to lose, you know, again, you, you, you'll take it, uh, you know, because they've been so good on home ice this year. They're 26, two and three, they're 42 and eight as a favorite. But if you watch this team enough, I mean, this team is an absolute wagon. If you're getting minus 165, that's a play i got to make on the Bruins. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Edmonton went on Monday, I think it was, to Buffalo and beat them. But Edmonton doesn't defend. Buffalo's going to – the Bruins are you, 165. Did, it's a pretty good price. Did you just compare just, Buffalo I'm, and Boston? I'm sorry? Did you just compare Buffalo and Boston? No, I was, saying, I, I was saying maybe the market's reacting a little bit to Edmonton picking up a win on the road on Monday. I don't know that, but... Is, are I, the I Sabres one... in the NHL or the AHL? Last time I checked, <laughs> NHL. Okay, they, got got they got a very good offense. Tom, yeah, Thompson. Where's the rest of the help? Josh, it's going <laughs> to be a late night at the Applebaum household. Enjoy yourself. We appreciate you, buddy. Make sure you check out Morning Bets and Market Insights over at vsin.com. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Patrick Gabal, thank you, guys. Can't thank wait you. to 10 a.m. Mobile betting goes live. Former LaSalle, Maine, and Rowan coach, Dr. John Giannini. He joins us next on Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Again, that is BetRiversSquares.com. We got you back here on Sharp Money. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher excited about our next guest of course he coached at LaSalle Maine Dr. John Giannini joins us and I know we're going to go a 10 but you did cover as we say hi and thank you coach you did cover a UConn game earlier this year my partner is high on UConn and right now they're rolling over Providence they gave up just 28 points in 25 minutes coach let's start with UConn where are you on this program But they're so good inside with uh, Sonogo. And um, uh, the big kid inside, Klingon, is going to be the next Zachy. He's 7-2 and spectacular. I mean, maybe the best backup center since Queen Nader backed up uh, Jabbar, I think. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, so much of postseason comes down to shooting, though. And... Uh, that is a little bit random. And besides Hawkins, UConn does not have great shooting, but they're big, they're athletic, they have roll definition, and they're clearly playing great. If It looks right now like they're playing similar to what they were early in the season when they got up to number two in the country, so they're peaking at the right time. But the kid Klingon's really a treat. If you haven't seen him, you're, you're taking a glimpse into uh, a future great. I, I agree with you there, Coach, perfectly. I saw him early playing that either the Phil Knight Invitational or the PK-80, and that's when I thought this UConn team is going to be very dangerous. 
Really impressed what they've been able to do. I want to go to the A-10. I love the way VCU defends, but I'm a little bit concerned about them offensively in terms of their inconsistency shooting the basketball. As we get down the stretch of this A-10 tournament, who do you like to be able to win this league, uh, the tournament this weekend? You bring up a great point again about VCU. They are terrific uh, defensively, not as good offensively. They rely on Ace Baldwin to carry them when things get tough and just score, create for everyone else, and it's a big burden on him. So Dayton was a preseason top 25 team. Their starting backcourt got hurt. They adjusted and played with a lineup of 6-7 and bigger. Uh, they started to get better. Then the guards got healthy. They had to readjust. Then the guards weren't 100%. The point is they might be peaking at the right time. They're clearly the most talented team in the A-10. And the reason you got to like them besides the talent is this time of the year you look for teams that are good on both sides. I question um, uh, the shooting from uh, UConn, but Dayton's very efficient both offensively and defensively. So, they might not be a trendy pick right now, but if you remember them as a preseason top 25 that is rounding into form now, I think they become an exciting pick. Coach, I want to stay in the A-10, Fordham. This is one of the great turnarounds. I think Ergo is the coach there. This is a team that in I know it was a shortened season in 2021. They won two basketball games. They finished second in the league this year at 24-7. and seven. Just talk to me a little bit about the challenges of when you take over a program that's this dormant to be able to get it to the level they're at right now. They play uh, LaSalle today. They're a six-point favorite in this game. How do you think they match up with the Explorers as well? LaSalle's playing great. They were very up and down this year, went into the tournament with a losing record. But they have a tiny backcourt, Ricketts and Brantley. I'm starting to call them the killer bees. They combined for about 50 points yesterday. They're little guys that people just have a hard time guarding one-on-one. But this is the key to what Fordham does. They're great defensively because, without exaggeration, they do not leave your top players and your questionable shooters. They don't guard them at all. They put big guys in the lane so you can't get layups. They face your good players all over the place, and they try to make your fourth, fifth best players beat you. And you you wonder why more teams don't do it, because they're wildly successful doing it. And I would say this is the best coaching job I've seen in the A-10 since Anthony Grant uh, led Dayton to a uh, number one seeding in the NCAA tournament before the tournament was canceled because of COVID. So they're really special. I don't know if they're talented enough to – to win the league, to win the tournament. But uh, if you want to see a unique brand of defense, watch for them. Coach, you just took me into my next question. I wanted to ask you about Anthony Grant and Dayton. Sometimes certain coaches are a fit at a certain program. Grant played at Dayton, goes to Alabama, didn't work out particularly well in Tuscaloosa, comes back home, now doing a tremendous job with the Flyers, who I think could be very dangerous not only in this tournament, but if they can win this thing in terms of the NCAA tournament. Why are certain coaches, maybe not necessarily at a Power 5 school, a great fit, but sometimes at what we consider a mid-major, and I don't really look at Dayton as a mid-major, but as a, at a program, they just seem to gel well there. I think the higher you go up, the more you uh, are compelled to recruit those top 50 potential NBA guys. And those are different animals. Uh, they have often, not always, but a lot of times their own agenda. They're thinking about the pros, and 
They know that most draft choices uh, come from freshman and sophomore classes, so they really don't want to be in school very long. And sometimes guys are just better fits with a more of a blue-collar player, a, a player who wants to be a great college player, a player that doesn't come in already thinking about the next level. And uh, even though Anthony Grant was uh, Billy Donovan's assistant with the Oklahoma City Thunder, he gets the NBA. But I think a lot of coaches, and you see it with Shaka Smart now, they're just better with a more gritty player than uh, you know the elite talents that might want to be coached a different way and have a different mindset. We were talking with Dr. Tom Giannini, former head basketball coach at LaSalle for 15 years, won a national championship at Rowan. Coach, I want to talk about the College of Charleston and what this team's been able to do this year. This has been unbelievable. They've had such a great run. They made the top 25. Uh, I don't know if you had an opportunity to see them in person or not, but uh, yeah, at least on tape, what have you seen out of them? What's impressed you about COC? They're astounding, and actually Florida Atlantic is very similar to them. But what you'll see with College of Charleston is elite, truly elite uh, in three ways. Number one, their offensive rebounding is ridiculous, and this will give you an idea why. They call it an Aaron Donald. If you don't attack the glass like Aaron Donald attacks the quarterback, it's a problem. And they chart every rebound in practice and in games, and you either get an 0-for-1 or a 1-for-1 if you attacked it like Aaron Donald. So they don't expect their players to rebound. They inspect with an eye their rebounding, and they are ferocious. And because they're a little smaller, they're quick to the ball. They rain threes, and their intensity, and they go really deep. They play 10 people. So in, one coach said they play to get tired. They literally exhaust themselves in two- to four-minute stretches. It's like playing a hockey team. They remind me in terms of intensity the great Wichita State team that went to the Final Four. Uh, their intensity will shock people. They, everyone works hard. They're a next level of working hard and intensity. You can't simulate it in practice. They will take teams by surprise with their intensity and their shooting. And Florida Atlantic is very similar out of Conference USA. Mid-major, smaller teams that are really deep, really athletic, play really hard and make a lot of threes. And we all know that the three-point shot is equalizer. If you're looking for an upset team, if a team averages over 10 threes a game, and, you know, they have a good night, now they make 14, 15 threes, they could beat anybody. I, Coach, I'm, I'm so glad you brought them up. This is a team that's gone 28-3 in the regular season, and somebody's at least given them credit. Patrick, to me, the one thing, and I'm glad Dr. Giannini hit on this, I don't think enough people have given Dusty May and this team enough credit for what they've been able to do. I don't care who you're playing. To go through the league the way they did, have only two losses and 28-3 overall is impressive. I just enjoyed listening to the two of you talk college hoops. Dr. John Giannini, boy coach, you are sharp. We appreciate the time. Hope to talk to you during the tournament as well. Enjoy the basketball. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good job, partner. That was awesome. Enjoyed listening to you guys geek out on A10 basketball. <laughs> Sorry, really man. Sorry, no, we, all, we no. all can't be season ticket holders in the Big East or the uh, Big 12. No, I enjoyed the conversation. And Dr. John Giannini is, he's, he's sharp, man. We'll get him on during the tournament as well. Enjoyed that. When we come back, it's not 
Dr. John Giannini, it's Dustin Sweetelson, the big guy, and he wants to talk soup. And also props, right, big guy? Oh, yeah, we got a couple we're firing on today. We also got to get an update from T-Mobile because we, we got a dogfight going on right now. What do you got? Hit me up right now. We still got a little time. I'll give you a little update here in a second when we come back, though. Colorado, UCLA. Okay. We'll get an update. Colorado, UCLA, Pac-12. The big guy. No soup for you, except we are going to talk soup and a couple of NBA props as well. Then, top of next hour, 20 minutes from now, Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo joins us here on Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. As a warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, and we welcome you back to Sharp Money. And Sharp Money is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or a dipper who's tried to make a change, no one would blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common they don't work. They're either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you a little bit here. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. It's an upper lip pouch, which means you don't have to spit. So dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. Gross. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low profile enough that you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime. You might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. It's Sharp Money. I'm Patrick Maher. He's the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, of course. Amal Shaw, you want to give us that update? We're going to get to the top 10 and, of course, some props from Dustin Sweetelson. But I believe, Amal, you have an update for us. Yeah, let's start with a quick final that just came in right now. Ohio State knocks off Iowa 73-69. So they get uh, on track here having won two in a row. Let's see if they can make it three in Look a at row. The, how about the Buckeyes making a little run here? Well, well you know, this team, for some reason, all of a sudden, the wheels came off. Zed Key got injured late in the season. But remember, they went to uh, Evanston and blew out the uh, Wildcats early in the season in December. They looked like they were trending in the right direction. But then Obviously, they decided they couldn't defend. They forgot how to defend, right? No, no question about it. I mean, everyone's putting up numbers against them. Uh, right now, it's uh, Connecticut leading Providence 63-48 with 6.5 to go in the second half there at MSG. Jackson State in front of Prairie View 51-46 with 4.5 to go. SMU and UCF in a good one right now, tied at 65 apiece uh, with three and a half minutes to go there in Fort Worth at the Dickies Arena. It is Sam Houston State in front of Cal Baptist, 57-44 with 2.41 to go. It's Irvine in front of uh, Cal State Bakersfield, 69-47 with 3.44 to go. Colorado State and San Diego State here in Las Vegas to the Thomas and Mack, tied at 50 with 5.43 to go. UCLA leading Colorado 59-58 with 6.33 to go. It's KU right now uh, in front of West Virginia, 58-48 with nine minutes to go at the break. Big Orange leading Ole Miss 39-33 as Rick Barnes and Tennessee up out in front in that one. They're laying 12 in that game. And then Kent State 31, Northern Illinois 18 at the break. And we laid in Samich, part of the network, laid the price with Kent State. Looks mm-hmm. good to start. Yep. Amal Shaw, stick around after the show. Dustin Sweetelson's going to have a gold star for you. Your performance today through an hour and 47 minutes has been stellar. Big guy, would you like to respond to my assertion? Nah, I don't love it, but unfortunately I do it's have to great. agree. Yeah. Not really surprised by his comment. Patrick, I appreciate the compliment. Dust, Dustin, I appreciate you only interjecting for five seconds. Now, let's get to the Big Ten and some props from the big guy. Uh, we're going soups. 
Yes, it's a weird thing to do on a sports betting show. It's called levity, people. Look it up. We try to break up the momentum a little bit, and it only lasts two minutes. What do you got, big guy? Well, I mean, we got to update people on where we're at with the soup list because 10 was hot and sour. Nine was the controversial matzo ball. We won't get back into it again. We don't have enough time left in the show. Eight was Manhattan clam chowder. Seven was gumbo. I like gumbo. It's fantastic. Six was New England clam chowder. Five was ramen. And now we have to unveil the next two, four and three, which means the list will come to an end tomorrow. So number four is the soup that I mentioned on yesterday's program that I eat once a week. I eat pho once a week. It is spelled spelled P-H-O, but you pronounce it pho. What is it? It is beef noodle soup. It's very slow cooked broth. Has this incredible aroma and these unique spices from Vietnam, and it's noodles, it's beef, it's some vegetables, jalapenos, bean sprouts. It's not really that bad for you other than it's got a lot of sodium in it, but, man, it fills you up and you feel good after you eat it. Shout to Nam. Have you traveled to Vietnam? It's supposed to be gorgeous this time of the year. Uh, Oh, you're talking to me. Vietnam, Laos, Laos and Cambodia, some of the most beautiful places on the planet. Uh, Much like Israel. shock me? Would you like to shock me, Dustin, and tell me you've been to Vietnam? No, just like Israel, the closest I've been to Israel is Montreal. (laughs) (laughs) So you got pho at four. What's at three? Three is just, man, it was one and two are very good. Like they're elite. And I consider this one to be right there with them. But I don't think it's a soup you can eat every day. See, that's kind of the thing that separates the elite from the middle of the pack is can you eat it every day? I I just have a quick question for you, and and I'm sorry you're going to be giving away information, but this is pertinent to me. Is minestrone soup on there or not? You have to tune in tomorrow. This is the exact reason why I don't get along with this guy. It's a simple question. It's not disclosing one or two. I just need to know. So far, he's listed eight. He hasn't listed them. I could eat minestrone soup every day of my life. And this guy, there's a very, very slim chance in all likelihood it's probably not on here. And he's going to really tick me off. And he already does it enough every day during the week. Go ahead, Dustin. Number three <laughs> is uh, it's, it's, it's as elite in, in like a single sit- sitting. It's as good as you're ever going to find in the soup game. You just can't eat it every day. It's heavy. It's unhealthy. More than one bowl kind of hurts. I know from experience. Don't try it at home. It is baked potato soup. Lit. It's great. It's so good. I have good. no problem with loaded baked potato soup. It's tremendous. A little, little fresh good bacon job. on top, a little fresh cheddar on top. No big deal. We shall find out. Fa and loaded baked potato added to the list today. We shall find out. Who knew Amal Shah was a big minestrone guy? We'll find it's out tomorrow. This is his most passionate take in the eight it episodes really of this show. If we could get him to talk about minestrone for three hours a day, like he talked about that soup, we would be on We'd be on 12 hours a day. They couldn't get rid of us. Let's go to some props. <laughs> NBA props from the big guy. He's been rolling. What do you got? All right. Julius Randle, awful loss. I like him to go over eight and a half rebounds versus the Kings. His last eight coming off a loss, six and two over eight and a half, averaging 11 rebounds per game in those games. You know one of the other reasons why I like this play here? Because when you have teams that are willing to get up and down the floor, you're going to wind up with more shot attempts, more opportunities. So, t- excuse me, statistically, you would expect – there to be more opportunities to get rebounds. Nice teamwork. Same page. I'm hoping this game gets into 120s, 130s. That's my goal. Two-man weave with Amal Shaw and Dustin Sweetison. Okay, repeat that one one more time, then get to two. What was that bet? Julius Randle over eight and a half rebounds. 
Okay, beautiful. What else you got? Uh, Jaron Jackson. I'm going to go under 28 and a half re- points and rebounds. Here's why. Playing Golden State, and it's a situation where the way Golden State plays doesn't fit his style of play. Now, I'm a little concerned because Steven Adams, I believe, is out for the year now. John Morant's out for yeah. the next four games. So there could be more offensive looks for him. But if you go back and look at what he does against the Warriors, including the playoffs, he's under 28 and a half points and rebounds the last nine out of 11 games versus the Warriors. That is just absolutely brutal. So we'll go under points and rebounds, 28 and a half, Jaron Jackson on Memphis. Um, go ahead, Amal. I got no opinion on this one. <laughs> so I was no, we had okay. we had we had a good one on the previous one. I'm <laughs> like right. I have no opinion here. No, no, I no, I appreciate you jumping in on the previous one because uh Dustin's been hot with these and he's been hot today. Have you lost a bet today? I lost one. We won with the St. John's first half catching six and a half in game, one with Kansas Kansas laying two and a half in the first half, lost UCLA minus four and a half, one with Miami, and then we won with Michigan on the money line in the first half. We got a few okay, more with, that are coming up later. Michigan with the three-pointer okay. nearing with about one second left in the first half against Rutgers to put them up three. With the NBA props comes NBA news. Uh, we reported this a little bit earlier today, but worth repeating, the Suns are concerned. Kevin Durant, if you saw the pregame yesterday, he rolled that ankle like a mug. That was he. It was. It looked like it was going to fall off. It was really, really looked painful. Well, it appears the Suns are concerned it could be a grade two sprain for Kevin Durant. He could miss the remainder of the regular season and potentially start to the postseason. Now, Amal, you brought it up a little bit earlier. The postseason is a gauntlet. It's two months. So we saw chemistry early on with Booker and Paul and Aiton and Durant, but certainly not ideal. This is not ideal. A grade two sprain, tough to come back from. It's one of those injuries that lingers as well. No question about it. And right now, when you look at the matchup, Phoenix would be going up against the Golden State Warriors in the first round, potentially. So a little bit of concern. If I am Phoenix... Unless Kevin Durant is completely healthy, I don't think he plays in games 80, 81, or 82. And then you just have to roll the dice and have to work him in in the postseason because you need him to be healthy. I don't think this team can get through the playoffs and be successful without him in that lineup. Now, with him in the lineup, and especially Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant, then I think there's a possibility of them being able to win it all. Hey, just as a reminder, remember, part of our network plays today, Amal, was Hawaii and Cal State Fullerton. That tips at, what, 2.30, right? So we're just 35 minutes away. So as a reminder, I think you're going the opposite way of Gable on the side. Gable likes the points, taking the one and a half with Fullerton, and he likes the under in this matchup. Any response? Yeah, I like the under here as well. Hawaii plays at a slower pace. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of this Titans team. I like the way you say Hawaii. You stunt at the end of it. That's I try. Good. I try to appease the natives. Hey, Dustin, take a bow. Great job. We come back with a Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 